0: Want to hear about more than housewives? Visit us on Patreon at that knowthatpod to sign up for exclusive content. Hey, Donnie. Hey, Quinn. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I am tired as
0: hell. But you, you look good. good you? But you weren't ready to look good because I you signed into the zoom and I said you look and I, you said what tired I said no good you,
2: you look good
1: because I do feel like I look tired and I just cut my hair the other day so when I went in the bathroom this morning I looked at myself and was almost ready to scream like it was some Disney movie
0: seeing yourself in the mirror after you get a haircut is jarring for like the first day and then even I used to use my hair as a prop as you know like throw my bangs mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff so when I went fully bald and I would touch my head and feel that thing I felt like Sarah Michelle Geller and I know what you did last summer <laughs> like I ah, I felt like bald and that's what I was so it makes sense
1: that's the way that's the way I feel because I cut off a lot of my hair so like I was like oh my god I yeah I wasn't expecting that in the morning
0: it does but, uh, look good though. Yesterday it did take me some time to get used to, I will say. I said some rude things to you yesterday, but you did. But I didn't mean them rude. And I like processed them in my head before I said them. I was like, will this be taken wrong? I don't think so. Say it. And it was. I know. I apologize. I did what yeah, I had my
1: hair long for like three years. So it's 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 an adjustment. It's
0: jarring in a good in a good way and then i did yeah see that's what i mean i don't mean them to be rude but it is when i look this is not the person i've seen for the last three years yeah i know but Me who am i to talk i went fully bald while you were around so
1: i get used to that after a while
0: and that's i'll get used to this and so will you
1: if you're liking what you're here and you're picking up what we're putting down and you want to hear more from us, follow us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash know that pod. So we are going to welcome our guest who is Giselle from the Who Asked Me podcast. Welcome, Giselle, to the pod.
0: Hello. How are hey. you? Good. How are you?
1: Great, Good. great, great. So I guess we should just get into what we're going to talk about, right? I, sure.
0: Is... Let's get into it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I feel like we should like I feel like we're jumping right into it It's like maybe we should like Soften it up with like some Some like banter Which is uh, But I, I guess no I guess, no. I, guess <laughs> not. I guess we should just do it
2: I can banter
1: <laughs> Oh I know you can banter But it's like you. Know, I feel like it's like the elephant in the room And we're just gonna be like Going back around So yeah So <laughs> I just woke up Bravo fired uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> For racist shit Yes okay, I guess so just get right necessary it. Yeah So So Lake City fired jenny
2: yes they did i and i could not be more i feel like nene okay
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like nene
2: yeah like okay i mean it's just the whole thing from beginning to finish was so ridiculous y'all knew that she had those posts up mm-hmm. y'all knew
1: they had to and so did lisa for that matter mm-hmm. of On watch what happens live like i you, think all you, of
2: the ladies did
1: if there's one thing that is absolutely true in this political climate that we live in, you know exactly what your friends' politics are, yep. whether you agree with them or not.
0: Yep. On the day of the insurrection, she posted that picture with that AK-47. And that was, like, public. That wasn't even in that hidden Facebook or whatever. So yeah. people knew yeah. where she stood and that she was unhinged. Because those people don't shut up.
2: Right. right. So I once I saw her, that picture with her in the AK-47, I was it was record scratch for me. I was like, mm, no. It was so awkward. many things. It it was.
1: So many things.
2: Yeah, there were a lot of red flags. I was talking to Tria about it.
1: She literally, like, checked all of the boxes. Mm -hmm. Like, everything. Guns. Social justice. The vaccine. She didn't leave anything unturned.
2: Not a damn thing.
1: I literally was singing her praises in the episode before those things were released. I was saying how much I like her as a housewife. That I liked that she stood up for herself. And then, bam, all of that stuff came out.
2: You liked her?
1: I did. I liked her. I thought that she was a good addition. I think she was able to, like... I love Housewives. They can keep her own... Can hit the ground running with a feud. Mm-hmm. And it looked like that's what she was able to do. And I was like, okay, so she won't be boring. And whatever, you know, this is her first season. She'll probably change, evolve, as they all do. But she has the chops already to be, like, a, an entertaining housewife. And that's how I looked at her. And then, well... The I storyline mean, with her husband? Questionable. But...
2: Listen, my thing with Jenny from the beginning is like, I don't know what it was, but something our spirits did not align almost immediately. And I, I thought it was because my spirit doesn't align with a lot of new housewives. Mm -hmm. I miss the old days. I really do because I just feel like now it's an agenda. Okay. I'm going to go on and play the Nini route. I'm going to, I took my course. I'm going to go the Kyle Richards route. Like I feel like it's too rehearsed One, two. When her cousin, niece, mm, whoever niece, that was yeah. that was making the TikToks and everyone was like, oh, you're just trying to be a cloud chaser and blah, blah, I was like, nah, because we only seen this girl for like two episodes and she is saying some things that are raising some questions in my mind. Mm-hmm. And mm. the third thing for me, and I'm not going to lie, me and Taria talked about this when her daughter said we're called Asians, not b I was like, and when she said it in mixed company, so in front of the Barlows, I was like, okay, I get that it was a joke. And I get that it was, you know, like supposed to be cheeky, but it's the in mixed company that because for me, when jokes like that are made in front of, you know, non people of color and white people. Yes, yes, (laughs) quick. The Whites as Here I am trying to be like, mm, yes, in front of the white folk. <laughs> I, I feel like it gives them, you know, like, okay, well, she said it. Mm. So it's clearly okay. Mm.
1: So you felt like that was a little bit like uh, dropping the N-word and mixed company and giving them the permission to, like, take that stereotype and, and be like, oh, see, they do it and say it. So it's OK for us to assume this about them as well.
2: Right. Like, oh, I okay. could just see Lisa later at like out with a friend like, oh, you know, that Jenny, that Jenny, this, <laughs> her daughter made the funniest <laughs> joke. She said that they are Asians, not b Isn't that funny? <laughs> And I, I love that Janae. Like, I
1: love that Forrest Gump. That Forrest <laughs> Gump pronunciation of her name,
2: Janae. Like I, I don't get Lisa Barlow's voice, but whatever. i just, <laughs> just like I can see that whole thing happening. And then again, for from the Lisa Barlow perspective, she's like, "Oh, we're friends. We're friends." And somebody found a post that um, on Facebook on that same Facebook that said, "Oh, thank you for my some product from my friend Lisa Barlow." Girl, you solved that,
0: right? yeah
2: you saw that i definitely and
1: believe that she saw that
2: i'm like listen i'm not saying that you have to be in control of her political beliefs but did you call her and say what the fuck are you posting on the book of face yeah. i doubt you did
1: no of course not i doubt of you. of course did. not and we know that Salt Lake city and a lot of these housewives they have a lot of right-leaning beliefs and you know i could i could deal with it if Ginny was like you know a lot of other housewives who like you know they're rich they want to stay rich they're going to vote for the right they're not really really exactly vocal about right certain things but it's the strong stances that jenny took Mm -hmm. and that was really difficult for me to take because at this point i'm really tired of being tricked by people like i like them and i think they're cool and all of a sudden oh you're the devil incarnate Mm -hmm. i've Mm -hmm. had to go through that a lot i mean from chuck woolery to Kevin Sorbo, to Dean Kane. Like, I just literally sit here and completely demolish my childhood heroes of people that I've watched my entire life. Jenny was a new one, but I liked her, and then I hated her very quickly.
2: <laughs> well, you know, my other red flag for her was early on in season, like season three or something, when she put up that picture of her and that Black baby and then cropped the mom out and then, <sighs> like, made it on Instagram. I said, this is, is weird again to quote me that was weird things are getting weird yeah
0: very weird because for a full 12 hours she didn't even say what the context was she made it seem like she adopted that black baby
2: literally yeah and then i'm also but then i'm like thinking about the picture and i'm like what did you say to this child's mother because i highly doubt she knew who you were because again that was around episode three that was like can I hold your baby and take a picture with her? Yes. Or him. Or I, don't, I can't remember what uh the baby was, but still, I was like, because I know my mother and my black mother would be like, no, no my mother wouldn't do that. Especially <laughs> right. not during a pandemonium. <laughs> no, <laughs> girl. Like, no, I don't know you. No,
1: that, that, that wouldn't happen. No. I, I was always tell Donnie about how my mother's first answer for everything was no. Mm-hmm. It was always no first. Lead with the no. And I, a lot of things my little white friends and everything couldn't do. Couldn't yep. do I could never do.
2: Yeah, pretty Just much. Full stop.
1: So I do agree with all of that. But that was like outside because like I try not to get too involved in Bravo yeah. outside of the shows. Mm-hmm. Unless it's something I can't miss. And I did see that, but I didn't research that as much. I thought it was weird. And I was like, OK, but I'm still giving it a bit of the doubt on the show. Yeah. So I, I suspect, I like Ginny on the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay a lot of attention to her on social media and everything like that, just because you know I have a limit of bandwidth when it comes to Bravo.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: And I have other shit to watch. I have superhero shit to watch and stuff. I don't have all that time.
2: <laughs> right. I'm just like fully diving into Euphoria and everything else that I actually yeah, there's pay other attention stuff.
1: I, I missed some stuff.
2: That's been my thing. I'm like, I got to separate some of this because it's getting not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep it fun to watch because I'm always going to love reality TV. So, me I'm, too. yeah, I've been on the same page. But when I saw her holding up black baby, I was like, stop. It
1: just stick out in my mind.
2: For me right now, the
0: only and I think this is just because. All they do is drink. The only show on Bravo that's fun for me to watch is Summer House.
1: That Listen. will continue to be fun when we find out why Daniel and Sierra fight. Because I don't know, <laughs> we could be true. going through all of this in Summer House. Because I find it very odd that Sierra is now throwing shit and doing stuff like this. She's never done that before. So I'm going to have to wonder what the hell did Danielle do? Yeah, I'm blaming Danielle. <laughs>
2: I'm not. And this pains me. You know what? This pains me to say because. As a fellow black woman, and I I said this on Roni when Ebony and Bershon got into it, I was mad at Ebony for being like, oh, my God, Sonia, blah, blah, blah. Because, no, I don't care what happened as the only two black women in the area. I'm going to be like, hey, Bershon, girl, you good? I heard Mm -hmm. you got into a fight with one of them white women. My thing about Sierra is that's not her. And I can tell no, that already. Mm. And I had to stop watching Winter House because I cannot watch her fall for and be all ugh, with mushmouth, Austin Kroll. Mm-mm. Like he, that man is a walking red flag sister. And <laughs> as a person who has dated a walking red flag and a white walking red flag, I want to be like. Sierra, girl, what's going on? (laughs) Same thing I feel about her her and her friendship with Paige. Like my mom used to tell me when I started hanging out with a different group, you know, incorporating some white friends in seventh grade. Sweetie, you know, you know, they are not your friends, right? And if shit hit the fan, (laughs) they are not going to get treated the same way you do. That is what I want to tell Sierra because (laughs) like what is happening here? I can't do the Austin Kroll fight one. And now I can't do the Kyle and Amanda fighting. Mm. I cannot take it. That shit is not fun for me. I only watch half of Monday's episode because I re- uh, when Amanda got mad because he hit her foot with that chair, I was like, because <laughs> if I were in that house, whoops, if I were in that house and I'm drinking, having a good time, potentially about to get dicked down. And then all of a sudden she's like, do you know what you just did? You hit my foot. I would be like, Shut <laughs> the fuck up and go to your room. And I think that's
0: why it's fun for me, because they still act. Amanda acted about being hit in the foot with that chair the same way Jen Shah's acting about people saying she's going to prison. Like, they should not be the same amount of upset. But Amanda yeah. and the Summer House people do get that upset, and that's why it's fun.
2: Like, Amanda's is a ridiculous. spoiled brat. Oh, yeah. They're all terrible. Amanda is a
1: spoiled brat. <laughs> my only problem, I, I don't disagree with you. I said that when I was on She Speaks Bravo. We had, I had Emily on my Quinter house segment and i told her how i and i've said before that i don't find sierra to be like that kind of black person that you are talking about i still back her because i don't like danielle (laughs) and i don't like danielle a lot why and okay so here's the thing i didn't see i feel like every time we make a report it somehow it turns to a winter house or a summer house reporting because it's the best show on bravo I'm i'm gonna go here i didn't come to summer house from the beginning I came to somewhere else during that quarantine season that was the one before this one. So from what I've seen from there to here, I feel like Danielle is a waste of space. Now, Danielle might be more, worth more than that, but I'm going to tell you as of from when I started, she's not delivering or bringing anything. And that room can be given to somebody else. And now she's gone to bring in this boring, extra handsome looking brother. Who also isn't bringing anything.
0: So I'm like, why are
1: either of you here? Okay, he's bringing the food, maybe, but he's not cooking it the way Jason was because that man was laying it down in the kitchen (laughs) and apparently in the bedroom. But I don't get the point of why he's there. I think if they were going to do that, just bring Jason back. Um, I'd rather watch Jason cook anyway.
2: Okay, see, this is my thing. I feel like if you went back and watched, then you would have a different, like, Mm -hmm. Lens on Danielle because Danielle is very much a secondary character who is one fine with being a secondary character and two does I feel like she plays her role well because she's in it with them, but also like not because when Hannah and Paige originally came in, I think that was the summer that Danielle like took off. If she was there, like she came with Lindsay one or two weekends, but she wasn't there the whole time. This is my thing and why I like Danielle still being there because at this point we are, we have a mix of people who have been cast and then the rest of the people um, were originally friends. And then there's Amanda who just chased Kyle's, Kyle's dick down to get on TV. <laughs> so I think it's a good mix and that's why I think Danielle should be there because Sierra's first season, the quarantine season, since you didn't bring nothing either, except for a confusing no, storyline because you came with Luke mm-hmm. who tried, they tried to sell that. Luke is a fuckboy. So damn bad. Girl, he slept with you and then didn't talk to you, ghosted you for and you were so 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 traumatized that you didn't have sex for a year, and then he's like, Hey, wanna come on this TV show? And you're like, sure. <laughs> okay, I we'll- mean, yeah, I get no, because once I'm done with you, I'm done with you. Like, I, I can wrong. understand from that point of view, but the way she latched onto Hannah and Paige, I'm just I want to be like, you know, Paige is not your friend, yeah, she mm-hmm. is your right now buddy in the house to make her look a little bit better. Cause I've seen some things on page. All right. And I can tell you what type of chick she is right then and there. Uh, and then well, uh, yeah. <laughs> like m- my thing with Amanda, I'm just like, Ugh. girl, don't marry him then. But y'all are both very immature. Amanda thinks she's so in the right because she didn't cheat on Kyle, but you did agree to marry him four months after you found out he cheated on you. Yeah, Make that make sense. And you didn't do the work. Listen, as somebody who's been cheating on in the past and then has done the cheating, if we're going to move on, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep talking. Every time you get mad at me about not taking the trash out, about not doing whatever, you cannot tell me, you cheated on me. I'm going to leave.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm
2: going to leave. It's
1: difficult. It, it's, it's not easy to watch. Their relationship is rough. I still stand by the fact that I have not seen that part of Danielle and as a new person coming, <laughs> I still think she's a waste of space. That's not my opinion on that. It's not going to change. I don't know Summer House but I know good reality TV, baby, okay? And I'm not seeing that from her. You're right. Sierra didn't bring anything. She brought nothing but beauty. Her being attached to Austin was ridiculous when Carl was right there. Now mm. it looks like she's second guessing that and Carl is too good for her. Carl so- is
2: too good for her and Austin breath looked like it stank. <laughs> And I just know he don't it's wash all, his balls.
1: It looks like it smells like you know, like a cave in the summertime. Like that's and what I, I imagine
2: mm-hmm.
1: his mouth smells like. So, <laughs> get him back to Salt Lake City. Um, I forgot why we were here. <laughs> hey, this is this is why we're here. We're here to talk about shit. So now we have Jenny fired. We also know that Mary is fired, correct?
2: Yeah, um, if she didn't show up.
1: Yeah, and that is something that I'm actually kind of relieved and upset about. It's kind of hard watching Mary handle a lot of stuff on that show because I don't feel like she's always cognizant Mm -mm. of anything. No, I do, however, like how dismissive she was of Jenny. I will go to my grave loving how she just was not going to do that with Jenny. She didn't care. She didn't want to care. She Uh. wasn't talking to that, quote unquote.
2: Listen, there's no denying that Mary is... Not on the same planet that we live on, and like you said, I agree, Quinn. Like it's hard to watch Mary sometimes because you know that there's there's a disconnect there. But I agree. I think that is very much so a black thing. Like, yes, "Mm, my first impression of you was not great. We can. I'm open to being in the same space with you, but we're gonna take some baby steps. I'm not going to give you these answers and. I like get that all the time from people when I have had, you know, some sort of minor beef or in, been inconvenienced by somebody's present that everyone's like, are you going to be okay? I'm fine, but don't come over here. Hey, Giselle, how are you? Let it happen organically or not at all. Yeah. Because you can be over there and, you're there. and so do I that. think I get that part of Mary and I get her being, I like, do hey,
1: too.
2: I'm not opening up to you. I also get when she called Whitney a little girl. I understood that
0: little girl. I do think when and I understand why she's that way with the cast, because it's exactly what you said. She just doesn't connect with them because they've given her reasons not to. But when she's that way with the whole cast and doesn't want to attend things and doesn't want to partake in these conversations, that's when it's not making good TV. And it's almost meanie like where you're just shutting everything down and not really participating. But when it was just aimed at Jenny, captivating television, I could watch that all day. And that's not even because I currently like dislike Jenny. She could have aimed it at someone I do like, and I still would have thought it was great. But when it's aimed at the whole group, that's where my problem lies.
2: Yeah, because then it's like, why are you here, right? Like, yeah, what it do, it makes no sense. And I feel like that's how in season one, how we ended up getting half of her in a season and then cut out, and then her in a closet, uh-huh. and then, because. <laughs> yeah. I get it. When she is, she is very much so like my mother in that way. She's like, "Oh no, no, they acted a fool last night while we were recording. I'm not going back there."
0: Yeah, like yep. that, and she
2: thinks a, about it with that mindset. Like, no, y'all was yelling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be bothered. We call
1: we call that no nonsense when it comes to a black woman, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and that's
1: exactly what that's exactly what that is. And I totally understand it. I understood it when Nene did it. I understand all of that. Like, y'all not going to take me here because I'll catch a case. So I'm just going (laughs) to check out. That is the Black disengagement. It is. So
2: I get in trouble for it at work often.
1: Well, Donnie's had to explain to several of his friends, Quinn's not mad at you. He's just Black. (laughs) Because sometimes you're not in the mood to like be, oh you know, oh, and that fakeness. No, like I'm I'm barely able to like deal (laughs) with you. So literally the fact that I can sit here with you and be civil and even answer maybe every fifth question Mm -hmm. from you the best you're gonna get from me because you yep. don't want it straight from the tap you don't want enough filters so let's just keep it like this yeah i get it especially if i was on tv you ain't gonna make me act a monkey on film
2: mm, yeah i wouldn't be good at reality tv because i would say that and then i'm an aries so i would be like i might oh. walk away but then i am notorious for uh come back and being like you know what actually yeah, actually i have and that's a, a
1: fireside thing
2: <laughs> it i'm is- a leo and- But then why do
1: I do it? You're a cusp. You do it because Mm. you're crazy. Oh, yeah, cusp.
0: (laughs) But water signs so crazy. No, because I do it. And then Quinn's like, you left. Go away. And I said, no, I'm back to say my piece. And he's like, nope, you left. Go
1: away. Oh,
2: yeah, I'll do that. The window
1: is closed. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that. The door is closed.
2: My fiance will try and double back and fight sometimes. And I'll be like. Mm-mm, we're done here. But then I will turn around really quick and be like, eh, one more thing.
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That is true. I've done that too sometimes. So let's get to the remainder of this fight at the, what she, what did Heather call it? The dinner party of whores or dinner table of whores. Cause she yeah. couldn't say the trademarked dinner party from hell. From hell. <laughs> I, told Donnie, I was like, I was like, could you imagine if she said the dinner party from hell? I'm like, it would be like a high school scene Like she'll close her locker and Kyle will be standing there. So, I heard what you called your episode. <laughs> <laughs> and like Teddy will be standing behind her, like cracking her knuckles, ready to like take her down. Oh my God. So, I found this hilarious. I love a fight with multiple. It reminds me of being with my family when you have like a three way or four way fight. Oh, yeah. It's very realistic because everybody hates each other at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Meredith keeps coming in and going out, which I found very, very, I don't like it on reunions and I don't like it in scenes.
0: That's the way I fight. So I liked it. I was like, I understand. You need to go away, calm down just a little bit by yourself so that you can gather your thoughts and go back out and say it. That Meredith is how
1: me and Donnie fight, though. I'm
0: Jen and he's Meredith. That is how we fight. And uh, Quinn has only three nails on when I come back Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I was like, that woman was so drunk, so, so drunk. And Mm. I can, I mean, I deal with drunk people on a daily basis for work. So I have a high tolerance for the most part. I had a gin shot in my face for 30 minutes on Saturday, complaining about something and like full on. And I was just like, fuck. But my thing with Meredith in the arguing is I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I don't know what pill prescriptions. Meredith has, but they're not something's not adding up there. No. Because she tries to have these moments where she's like, you're calling who a fraud. Love you, baby. (laughs) That's an exit. Okay. Do not come back from that. (laughs) Know the scene work. You did you did okay there. I'll give you that. Close the door. Don't let Whitney come make you come back. Don't let anybody talk you out of that. And then don't, like, the whole her coming back and leaving, coming back and leaving, I was just like, this is so annoying. Also, I hate when Meredith tries to argue because we either get her like, I'm the one, I'm the one, okay, Jennifer. Or <laughs> we get the completely like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm like, I And she's flicking her freaking glasses across the ice. And I'm just like, okay, this fight isn't she's enjoyable. She's not a great arguer. No, she's not. And then she goes upstairs and takes his Amex. And then it's just like, I'm sorry (laughs) that I lost my cool with you. And I'm just like. (laughs) See,
0: maybe it's the light in me. But even listening to you mimic her fighting made me, like, it filled me with joy. I love to watch Meredith fight.
2: I cannot stand that woman. Oh, wow. Okay. I cannot stand that woman. Now, do you like Lisa? Well, you have
1: that in common with Lisa Barlow. (laughs)
2: Yeah. No, I don't like, I don't like any of the Salt no. Lake City women. I'm going to be very honest with you. I, they have never really like done it for me. I keep watching because it's definitely interesting, but all of them, I'm like, okay, I don't have a foot in I the I can race. literally
1: sit here. I can literally sit here and figure out exactly when I think you probably decided you didn't like all of them. And those are all valid times. I I can, literally, I can think of, like, I was thinking about Heather. I know exactly when you didn't like Heather. And there's a a lot to it. But I like Salt Lake City because I like, I do like the women. I, I do like Jen. I liked all of them at the beginning. And then the reunion changed my view a little bit. I originally hated Lisa. Now I love Lisa because Lisa is such a, I don't know, an affable villain. She's so... She's so conniving and she's so, you know, stage mother. She has all of these terrible qualities, but she's not aware <laughs> of any of them. She thinks she's mother. She's like one of those people that think she's a good person because she lets the Uber drop her off in an inconvenient space sometimes. <laughs> like she is. It takes very little for her to feel good about herself. And I enjoy seeing it. I didn't. I hated her first season. Hated her. And now I think she might be one of my favorites. Mm if not the favorite.
2: At the beginning of the season with the Whitney Sarah Paulson argument.
1: She doesn't like Sarah Paulson.
2: I don't even remember that lady's name.
1: It doesn't matter. Sarah but Paulson. I yeah, think. Sarah Paulson.
2: I was on Lisa's side actually because the whole thing, and that's my, my pet peeve with Whitney stop trying to set this shit up. You're trying to be the Kyle of mm. Salt Lake, but it's very obvious because it made no sense for her to try and get. Meredith to come and sit back down at the table and then Whitney is like she's like my grandmother she'll hear something and then her conspiracy theory starts acting up and she'll be like I think I know what you're talking about two days ago (laughs) I said this to somebody and they answered like this so do you understand how that gets us to they were fucking the same guy yeah Uh,
1: she wrote energy like that's what no. it is Elwood's mother she wrote that yeah and
2: then it's just like, I love that about her <laughs> I don't I have no clue what it is like I have no clue what it is Cause Whitney the two that drive me up the wall really really were Jenny and Whitney like when Whitney was standing outside that door on the first or second episode and Lisa's <laughs> like get out like I'm not talking to you mm. and Whitney's like I am gonna sit here and I'm thinking like in a moment of actual reality. In a moment of actual reality, I'd be like, bitch, why are you here? Yeah. And if she said, I'm here to whatever the fuck, some non-excuse she gave. (laughs) I'm talking to my friend. You are a non-motherfucking factor. You just started hanging out with her. Get the fuck out. So I can't be here. I probably would have came across the couch. No. Like that whole like, yo, so you're telling me. To be fair, that was. To be
1: fair, that was her cousin. But everybody's Whitney's cousin.
2: Yeah. Incest is real.
1: <laughs> you, you make a val- you always make a valid point. I like that <laughs> about you. So Jen turns on Jenny and something that I love because I love seeing Jen yell at Jenny because Jenny, uh, for some reason, doesn't know how to y- handle Jen yelling at her that way. And it flusters her every single time. And I love when I love when I see that happen.
2: Even though she's from wherever, Long Beach, and she knows how I got to take my earrings out and put my hair up. And I was like, OK, she
1: yeah. does look scrappy to me. But I just didn't know it would be like from, you know, like a, a deputized clan <laughs> member. <laughs> aspect. I didn't know oh that. God. I just thought she looked scrappy because, you know,
2: because apparently um, she punched her husband and broke his ribs. Oh, my God. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that. this shit is true. We had it coming i'm not gonna disagree there i'm not gonna disagree there i think they talk to each other wild but she like when she told the whole anger management story i said why did you need to tell us that right because when how she tried to translate it back to like being okay with mary so what you want to fight mary i don't think so
1: (laughs) i think mary is the embodiment the embodiment of you know karate but i know Crazy. Yeah. So I don't think you want a piece of Mary.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't
1: want you don't want that facade to fall down and Street Mary to come out with the Vaseline and the sneakers.
2: Yeah, because yeah, because you're gonna get your ass beat and then Jesus is gonna come after you. I always say
0: I can't fight, but I can Jesus kill. is gonna kick you in the balls. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, right. You can't fight, but you what, Donnie?
0: Can kill. Like I could never get into like a street fight, but I know that like if law disappeared, then I could fight for my life if I could use like props <laughs> like i if i could <laughs> all right we don't need to get into it but i i, I know i can't fight but i could kill <laughs>
2: okay all right mm. fight or flight got it right. that's yeah okay that's it
1: that's yep it. that's it uh, <laughs> so one of the best parts of the episode was Meredith to calling brooks though that was as we said in the last recording we said it was like when a disney villain confers with its pet
2: no but really Iago. <sighs> That whole thing as well, I was just like, why do we need to keep calling Brooks? I'm very annoyed by him. I'm very.
0: He should be busy selling tracksuits. Yeah.
2: Did y'all see his new face? Yes. I mean, he looks great. He looks great. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but it was just I just remembered that. <laughs> but yeah, he should be busy selling tracksuits. Track suits, and it's just like, <laughs> I I often don't know if Meredith understands the show she signed up for. But Brooks does. So he's like, mom, it's okay. I got you. Just call me when one of these women piss you off. And then like, he's her. Yeah. Like you're right. He's her henchman.
0: Yeah. I absolutely think that's it because even he was like, he was directing that conversation and then she felt like he was saying too much. She was like, I didn't do that. I didn't say that. And then he was like, but it's okay if you did. <laughs> Cause that's good TV.
2: Did you also notice that she said, apparently, the women and the boss think that I lied about their memorial? And I said, The boss, are you talking about Andrew? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, she said that because I rewound it. I said, The woman and the boss. Because at first I was like, Oh, the boss, Jen Shaw. Yeah. But then I was like, No, that's not what she she
1: meant. Isn't that Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs)
2: but yeah i was like the women in the boston guy lied about the memorial and then they bring up the memorial again next week so i'm like girl did you why do we keep talking about this if i think somebody lied about somebody's not death but the events around the death i'm not probably not going to say anything because if my parent just died well i don't talk to my dad but if i if my mom just died hell no, I'm not about to entertain this shit with y'all. Right. No. And I don't need to no. explain that to anybody. Mm-hmm. Whether no. the funeral was on well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, she signed up for this show, which means she has to explain every damn thing he was asked. So that's something like, I get that we that she wants to like, oh, this is something that doesn't happen. My family's off limits. That would be nice. But that's not going to happen here. Your family's not going to be off limits online. They're not going to be off limits True. in the cast it's True. just not going to happen. And it's like she doesn't understand that even though you think that that should happen, it's still not going to happen. So this is the reality we're in. How are you going to deal with it happening? Yeah. I'm frustrated with her like arguing that point. Like we're past that. It's happened yeah
2: can you imagine waking up to her doing all that hoopling and hollering <laughs> about and you didn't even know like what took place like when she was whatever she was talking to lisa and then she was like i'm leaving i'm leaving you can do this around! my family has off limits. i would have been like
1: "Like, girl nobody's saying you don't love your family you doing all this doesn't make you love your family anymore or any less
2: we're just saying on you don't want to get games. on the sprinter van the <laughs>
1: I mean, I've never heard of spiritual vans so much in my life.
2: Me neither. But I do know if those ladies continue to get on Sprinter Vans together, they're the problem. I mean, like, no. <laughs> yeah, you can no. only be
0: the, the victim so many times before we have to blame you. For it.
2: I would have never been on it to veil, to be honest. When they were asking why, why, why? Because that's what nine hours in a nope. No. You would have that's to get me riot. a tour bus you would have to get me a tour bus because I don't do road trips that are longer than like five hours. Well, we would have had multiple fights that stemmed from nothing except for my attitude. Yeah. And then even from like a,
0: I don't know if logistics is the right, it's not, but like sitting sideways for nine
2: hours, that can't
0: be good for you.
2: I would need a Dramamine. <laughs> yeah. I would need a Dramamine, And then the fact that the bus is moving and Jen Shaw is actively trying to fight people. Bruh, give me a <laughs>
0: motion sickness
2: me, pill. Dog. Give right. me a motion sickness pill because like, what?
1: I mean, you got nothing else to do for now. hours. you might as well fight too.
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> when they were stuck, listen, if it was going to be an actual fight, I'll be fine with that. But like Jen getting into Lisa's face and then Lisa, you want to go? You want to go? Come on. Hit me. Hit me. I was like, you don't mean that. You uh-uh. called six I, you lawyers when she you called six lawyers when she got arrested and they had nothing to do with you. Can you imagine if she gave you a black eye?
1: I don't know. It's just what always have Every time I've ever gotten into any kind of altercation with a white man, he's always asked me to hit him first. It mm. always happens that way. And I'm like, if I was gonna hit you first, you'd already be down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about that, every time I have it has always been that anytime I have gotten into an altercation with a white woman. <laughs> It has been and not even a white woman, is white girl because they're usually like little 20 something years old <laughs> at the bar. It has always been like a what are you going to do about it, which drives me crazy. Cause I'm like, oh, I have no problem dragging you down these fucking steps and huh. punting your ass out in the street, but I have a problem with your mommy or your daddy that you're gonna call afterwards. Yeah. So that's why I was so, when I, Lisa was like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, "Lisa, you actually don't want to go. So stop <laughs> saying no. that." Stop saying that. No,
1: nothing about Lisa says that she can even take a punch.
2: No, she looks, let terrified. alone fight. She
1: can't take she a punch. Terrified.
2: She's like, Hit me, hit me. I was like, Stop saying that. Yeah. Stop, girl. Like, Jen is unhinged. Yeah. And she's out. She, you're unhinged. out on parole and you're getting this drunk <laughs> intra- in somebody's face on national television. She don't care about
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> she don't care about nothing. She's a boss. But Jen sells wolf tickets. She's not going to really hit anybody. Like, she's she's very loud, but there's no bark that we've seen because I feel like by now she should have hit somebody. I by now like- we should have had a, a, a Monique moment from her. Still one of the most riveting moments in television. And I know that it wasn't anything to, to talk up or whatever, but I will never, ever forget the fact of how many grown men it took to mm. get her off of that woman. That was at the least impressive on its own but also very scary and i do not condone violence on this podcast i do not
2: wait what's a wolf ticket (laughs) like fake? Uh, she's just
1: fake yeah oh she's not really gonna hit anybody thank you i forget sometimes (laughs) Done. Yeah, I
0: thought you meant she was an ambassador for Fresh Wolf. And then I didn't know what, how, how the rest of that comment I knew contextually it wasn't making sense. So that's why I just had to ask for clarification. I mean, yeah. She's a, yeah. yeah.
2: I will say this.
0: Tickets.
2: I I don't know. I find Jen to be like a thrower. Like I could see her ass picking up a mm. lamp and tossing it. Mm-hmm. And that would drive me. I, that would drive me to kill. Because you're going to throw something at me, bitch. You might as well. That's disrespectful to me. Yeah. But I agree with you, Quinn. Uh, listen, you that Monique fight was bad because I was, even I was like, let her go. And the last time I got into a fight, I damn near had to be put in a chokehold. And people were yelling at my fiance, get her. And he was like, uh-huh. I can't. He was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and I was like, I like... I kind of blacked out but like I do remember like I he was holding me then and you I was did just not like, let go. oh no I got out of his grasp it's like, like multiple times and he and- was like he was I felt bad he was like I'm trying <laughs> because they were like get Giselle <laughs> like that is your fucking woman and he's like I can't hold we her like back. I can't
0: that I was could, pretty I can't take her
2: yeah and then so a big one of our big security guard friends finally he had like got my legs or my, my arms back here and he was like Oh, down, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting out of big sexy's
1: So <laughs> I have nothing else. I, I can't beat that. That 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 was not a not a scene to make fun of and, and or make light of. It, it was bad, but I had to post. I posted the meme of that classic Looney Tunes where the sheepdog has E. Coyote around the neck. Like that was the image that I got watching Monique do that. It was just like this is. A death grip It's not going anywhere. <laughs> and the more people and more, like, all of the women cast members came first to try to get her off. And then you start seeing men from the perimeter coming. They still cannot do it. And I'm sorry, but I think that's impressive. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Meredith then wakes up in the morning, running around the house yelling again. And this is, like, even worse than she was the night before. This leads to a huge fight between her and Lisa, which I've told Donnie, like, you know those Black women that you work with who really get along with each other, and they both have attitudes that people don't really want to cross, but they're really good girlfriends, and it's always really bad when those two girls have a a, a problem, and they know to stay in their own lanes, usually. That is what I feel with Lisa and Meredith. These two Jewish women, we don't want to see them become enemies. We don't want to see that. I think we're going to see that, but this is not going to be good.
2: (laughs) I have to disagree with you I do want to see it, to see it. <laughs> because at the end of the episode when she said I'm done with Meredith's a fucking hater she's a whore she's fucked half in New York I said ah! because guess well, what that's her former best friend I don't agree with I have fallen out with people before and held onto their secrets I mm-hmm. don't agree with doing that just because you're mad now if you start Trying to airspray on me. I'm going to let the choppers fry, fly. Right. So, And we don't know what happened there. But I do want to see that. Meredith versus Lisa. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I
1: can't wait. Place your bets. It's like Freddie versus Jason.
2: It's going to be Lisa. Because Meredith is trying to actively hide. And I think Meredith has more to hide
1: mm-hmm. than
2: Lisa does. What are we going to find out? Lisa voted for Trump?
1: Well, Lisa has more allies than Meredith in the group.
2: She does. But like Meredith, and I felt like this last season, she's trying to hide. A good chunk of her life Mm -hmm. in a whole Mm -hmm. like a whole part of herself, because we knew last year that her and Seth were separated and she was kind of dating somebody else and she tried to act like she wasn't. But right. now mm-hmm. we, it's like coming to light and apparently Jen fucked them too. <laughs> and it's like, listen, girl, you have more to say. I don't think her and her husband are together either, but that's some, we'll leave that there. That's not my business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Coach Shaw is in there. I don't see Meredith and Jen liking the same kind of man. So then I need to know what this man looks like because mm-hmm. everything about Jen Shaw to me says that she requires a certain kind of man because she's so wild. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, and, and, Meredith gives me boring dominatrix. So I have no idea <laughs> what that could look like.
2: I feel like Meredith falls asleep during sex. And not first. At least with Seth. I mean, but look
1: at Seth. Does Seth look like he's going to do anything to keep anybody up? I mean. That man is weird. He's so weird. He, how can you see like a perv with your own wife? Like, how does that work?
2: I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And she is obviously over it. She's is like. <laughs>
1: It's like watching. It's like watching sex. It's like watching Mad Men. It's like casual sexual harassment from the 60s. Like, why does it feel that way? Like, this is just what she has to do for a job. That poor woman. Like, it doesn't seem like a marriage to me.
2: It, it doesn't. And I'm trying to figure out. But see, this is my thing with Salt Lake City. How do any of y'all have your money? OK, because, Meredith, you're selling feathery tops. <laughs> I cannot imagine a whole I've never been to Salt Lake. I have no desire to go whatsoever. I just can't imagine that you're selling that many clothing items. And Seth, we just know he travels for business. All I know is he could be a male escort, okay? <coughs> like, I believe
1: Meredith came for money already before she married Seth, right?
2: Oh, there we go. Must right. be nice.
1: Like, I believe she <laughs> came from New York money before... <laughs>
2: Must yeah. be nice. I'm sure yeah. Whitney. I feel like Whitney is running a Ponzi scheme as well. You know, because she knew a lot about Jen's. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. Uh, Lisa Vita Tequila again. Not been to Utah, but if that's what they drink out there, it's very much giving Sam's Club, Country Club vibes. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm ready for all of their secrets to come out because I feel like they are all all just throwing stones but all live in a glass house
1: absolutely i don't disagree with that at all so i we we already ended with lisa's comments about meredith but let's talk about the rock climbing and club zion really really quickly and we can end it on that note we can end it on a positive note the way they did i thought it was fun to see all these women who don't like each other tuck that aside for some photo ops
0: the turnaround time was insane because just that morning they were fighting from the night before and from the night before they weren't fighting
1: meredith was meredith and lisa (laughs) were everybody else was cool
2: no jen and jenny oh in the morning you mean
1: yeah yeah. in the morning yes
2: i mean you could not pay me to get on a ropes course or do anything because i already don't care for that type of physical activity like that like i would do it Mm -hmm. just to take a picture that's it. Yeah. But after like the second thing I had to propel down, I'd be like, "Can I have a drink? Like, can I have anything?" But my whole takeaway from that whole adventure is what? Did no one understand what they were fully doing because their outfits were confusing to me. Jimmy looked like she was about to go farm. <laughs> she had on jean shorts and a flannel, okay? Meredith had on activewear. Heather was most appropriately yeah. Dress. But then Mary was so distraught by her nipples. She just didn't want to see them. <laughs> Put it away. Okay. And then I think Jen Shaw had on jean shorts too. Look, jean shorts are not comfortable, especially yeah. when I have to do physical activity. It's giving yeast infection really quickly.
0: And they were those harnesses. So, yeah, there was a lot of leg work. Yeah, there was a lot of leg work in this exercise. And I know that that caused chub rub at least
2: literally it like (laughs) i i guarantee you one of them had to buy some vagisil
1: (laughs) monistat seven literally i only know that because of commercials so thank you television like watching lifetime taught me a lot i i agree they were all dressed very differently i it's not anything i would ever want to be involved in either i don't feel the need to climb anything I don't feel the need to climb down anything. Mm-mm. I don't feel the need to jump off of anything. Mm-mm. It's just not something that I would like to do. If I was on the show, I I honestly think it would be a toss up whether I'd be willing to even do this. Like, I, <laughs> they might be yelling at me because I didn't go. And I'd be like, no. Yeah.
2: I, I think I'd be more inclined to do it on the TV because if something happens to me, is the network liable?
1: Mm. I'm sure they have to sign some kind of release before they do it. Because they have mm. people helping them. So they probably have to sign a release form just to work with that company. I need now, to know who's uh,
2: responsible for <laughs> feeling guilty if something happens to me. I need to know the trickle-down no. effect. Who's most at least responsible?
1: Not, yeah. That's not good enough for me. I, no, I ain't doing that. No, too black for that.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, <laughs> I'm don't. i not inclined to jump out of shit ever. But. No.
1: No, I'm, I'm not doing that. Well, Daddy's <laughs> afraid of heights, so that's why you
0: wouldn't do it. I would not do it.
2: Oh, you're afraid yeah. of heights?
0: Terrified. Very afraid of heights.
2: I mean, my thing is the falling. I'm not so scared to be up high, but the falling. Like, my job is on the 26th floor, and mm. it's, like, covered in, like, glass. And sometimes I'll just, like, look out and see what's going on in the city, mostly shootings. And <laughs> I'm, like, I will often be, like, what would happen <laughs> if we just, like like, fell from
1: the no, he couldn't even do that. He wouldn't. No, be able because to, I would be, be, be afraid through. that it
0: would fall. Yeah.
1: That the glass will fall through. Like he couldn't even, he's that big. He can't do that. I understand. Poor thing. So let's get what are our final
0: thoughts? Um, I felt like it came out of nowhere, but I did love Club Zion. I love them drinking out of those whatever they were called, like serving dishes. And I loved Mary busting it down on that table. If I could see her flap that puss in every episode, I would. Salt Lake City would have a lifelong fan out of me.
2: Would would we say she flapped the puss? Because didn't she have on jeans?
0: She did. She did. Yeah.
2: You cannot flap your puss in jeans.
0: Well, she rock climbed in them.
2: (laughs) I mean, Club Zion, it looked fun. It looked like a good. I'm going on a bachelorette party literally tomorrow. Hmm. So I'm like. That's probably what it's going to end up being. (laughs) But with that group, that's good. that part of it, that with that group, the Salt Lake City girls, I'm like, how do y'all ever really let loose and have fun? Because I would be so nervous to see who was going to start yelling next. (laughs) And I feel like I wouldn't be able to get like drunk, really, because if you're going to yell at me, I need to be mostly sober because drunk Giselle's mouth does not give a fuck.
1: I also like clubs. Zion. I am. I love. I love when housewives can always like put a pin in it and get along, or at least pretend to get along. Like all good coworkers should be able to do at <laughs> some point. And I did enjoy that. The rock climbing did not like. That is a no for me. But hey, I, I don't ever ask me to do anything like rock climbing or apple picking. Or <laughs> I always say being with a white man is always a constant struggle against going camping. and hiking not this white man like that well your family does that shit so
2: (laughs) that because my fiance is yeah my fiance is white and like the the my thing is the underwater activities like he we're trying to figure out our honeymoon he was like will you snorkel with me and i'm like
0: white people love snorkeling yeah i do i I do love water
2: activity listen first of all i have a few mm, about that one, my hair, two, I can't swim three. I don't Mm. like when people start going into the ocean and messing with Mm. underwater creatures, because it makes no sense to me. They are down there and we, they don't come up here and mess with us they don't decide oh let me just go on to land for a little bit and torment these humans and peek into their houses and like and we do that to them
1: well i did that in luca though luca did that but <laughs> you're right that doesn't really that doesn't really happen but i'm gonna tell you this uh being married to a white man learn to swim you'll have to know that <laughs> thank you for coming and being with us today. So why don't you tell people where they can follow you
2: Uh, You can follow me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast and then my personal Instagram, which is at Zell's life S E L L E S L I F E.
1: All right. Well, congratulations on your impending nuptials and everybody. Thank you for listening and y'all take care. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to know that a real housewives podcast.
0: If you'd like to support the show, be sure to visit www.patreon.com slash know that pod.
1: You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at know that pod. You can follow me,
0: Donnie, on Instagram at Donnie Hadfield Smith. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TheQuimbalar. Continue to listen and support for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.